Hi, this is Mackie Shulstone with another Maximum Wellness Podcast. Today my topic is dehydration impairs muscle function and causes frailty in the elderly. Body water represents 76% of a human's muscle mass. And with aging, there's a progressive decline in total body water, TBW as it's called. The result of sarcopenia, the aging loss of muscle, and the associated dynopenia, the aging loss of strength, without the intervention of resistance training and increased protein intake from 0.8 grams per kilogram to about 1.2 grams per kilogram in a non-athletic population. The result of sarcopenia is the loss of intracellular, intracellular water. In addition, the elderly is at increased risk to chronic dehydration, which can not only affect muscle function, but also functional capacity to perform everyday tasks. Researchers from Barcelona, Spain, writing the role of water homeostasis, that's balance, in muscle function and frailty, a review, in the August 2019 issue of the online peer-reviewed journal Nutrients, comment that, quote, the role of water in muscular function in the aged population is poorly understood and evidence is both scarce and scattered, end quote, suggesting that progressive age-related dehydration may be responsible for muscle function impairment and frailty. The Spanish researchers chose to review cell dehydration mechanisms and the potential consequences for muscle function in the aged population. These investigators note that water function uh, functions to act as a medium for all biochemical metabolism, a transport function, temperature control, structural and mechanical function. In addition, water represents roughly 60% and 55% of body weight in adult males and females, respectively, and around 75% in children with 70 to 75% in the fat-free mass and 10% in fat mass. As lean mass decreases with age, with the potential for an increase in fat mass, there is a potential for total body water loss in women and obese individuals. From a dietary perspective, food intakes account, food intakes account for roughly 20% of total water input, with beverages contributing 70 to 75%. Daily normal water loss comes from urine output, fecal and respiratory exchange, which is known as insensible perspiration. Water balance, as I said, homeostasis, is achieved via the kidneys where the hormones such as antidiuretic hormone, known as ADH, controls the thirst and urine output mechanisms, among other body control mechanisms. The researchers point out that the age population runs a greater risk of dehydration. The prevalence of dehydration in the elderly has been estimated to be 20 to 30 percent and is associated with greater disability, morbidity, and of course mortality. Further, alterations in what's called the hydroelectric balance may cause decreases in muscle strength, gait instability, falls, fractures, respiratory infections, confusion, renal failure, and increased medication toxicity and may increase the risk of death. Causes of dehydration in the elder are mainly related to a reduced thirst sensation consistent with a re reduced ability to concentrate the urine. Compared with younger adults, individuals aged 60 to 79 years old, their maximum urine, what's called osmolality, and solute absorption are 20 and 50% lower respectively. 
The researchers conclude by saying, quote, water is an essential nutrient for life as it plays a functional metabolic transport role and structural role along with temperature control in the body. Aging is characterized by slow and progressive processes of dehydration and hyperosmolic stress. So that means too much concentration, which apart from being related with inflammation causes cell shrinkage and damage to the intracellular protein structure and function. So with that said, drink up because it's so important as we age. A typical rule of thumb that I've used is if you're a non-athlete, is to drink half your body weight in ounces. And if you're what I would call moderately active, that would be working out three, four days a week, you might want to think about three quarters of an ounce per pound. And then if you're very, very active, I'm talking very active, physically active, exercising every day intensely, especially during the summer months and humid and hot climates, you may need one ounce per pound. So that gives you kind of a rule of thumb that you might go by. Check with your doctor for more information as well. If you'd like more information about these podcasts and about uh, free tips that I have, you can sign up for my free uh, weekly Mackie Mail. It's free to over 35,000 free subscribers. You get it by going to MackieShulstone.com. Let me spell it for you. M-A-C-K-I-E-S-H-I-L-S-T-O-N-E.com. You'll see it on the home page. On Monday, you get discounts in our five uh, GNC franchise locations here in the state of Louisiana. On Wednesday, you get this podcast along with my script. And I might add that this podcast is available if you uh, look at your podcast app under Maximum Wellness on uh, Spotify iTunes and Android and Wednesday you get the script and on Friday I do a TV segment every Wednesday on WWLW UPL television here in New Orleans and um, it's called Workout Wednesdays and this is uh, available to you uh, the video on Fridays in Mac email once again along with the strip, uh, script on my then if you want to follow me on Facebook or Twitter it's very simple at Mackie Shellstone again at Mackie Shellstone So until next time, may God bless you and keep you healthy and safe and happy, prosperous. And above all, as I say, if you haven't done so, take back ownership of your health. It's so very important. I'll see you next time.